0: D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T Do you know what that mean, man? I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T It's the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Monday, July the 23rd. I'm your host, Donald Ware. Hope you had a wonderful, wonderful weekend as we're, I don't know, I guess we're about at the midway point of the HBCU Football Daily Podcast as we are now... Uh, with this being July 23rd, we're about 31, 32 days away from the start of the college football season as North Carolina A&T and Jacksonville State going to meet in Montgomery, Alabama on Saturday, August 25th. I'll be there. Cannot wait for that football game. Um, so, again, hope you had a great a great weekend. We're going to um, move to the SWAC's uh, Western Division now and take a look at the Southern Division. Jaguars who actually had a pretty good season last year seven and four and, and uh, you know just couldn't get over the hump um, I mean the the Western Division Championship came uh, or the championship came down once again to the Bayou Classic and it was once again the Grambling Tigers uh, that were victorious Um, you know Southern just couldn't really catch a uh, he hasn't really been able to catch a break they won the SWAC championship in 2013 and 2014 they went back to the SWAC championship haven't seen the SWAC championship game since then but I mean when you look at last year I mean you look at guys like Austin Howard's going to go down as one of the greatest quarterbacks in the history of the SWAC completed 61% of his passes 2025 yards 18 touchdowns to seven interceptions Danny Johnson Um, You know, here's a guy uh, that went to the NFL combine um, three interceptions last year. I mean, he had, you know, he had close to 20, if not 20 interceptions in his four year career at Southern. But the issue is that that was last year and 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 replacing a guy like an Austin Howard and a guy like a a, a Danny Johnson is going to be hard. And, you know, let me let's just start with Austin Howard. I mean, again. When you talk about great quarterbacks, when it's all said and done, I mean, you know, this guy, in my opinion, has been the best quarterback in the SWAC for the previous four years. He was the SWAC rookie of the year and uh, has gone on to do some really good things. But unfortunately, he's not going to return um, to Grambling. So now you got to figure out, okay, who is going to be your quarterback in the spring Um, Glendon McDaniel and John Lampley are the guys that took most of the reps with the first and second teams. And then you have a guy like a Kobe Lane and a a Ladarius Skelton who are guys that can also come in and uh, are going to compete for that quarterback spot um, once the fall camp opens. The issue is that, well, not the issue, but, and, and, and I'll talk more about, about that situation. But not only that, I mean, not only do you have an issue at the quarterback uh, position with, okay, trying to figure out who exactly is going to be your quarterback, but, I mean, they had a pretty good running game last year. 162 yards is what they average. You know, Edwards was a guy who led them in rushing. 968 yards, 5.6 yards per carry, and uh, five rushing touchdowns on last year. So you got to figure out, okay, how to replace um, a guy like him as well. I think um, their running back, Ben, is going to come in. He's going to get more reps. He averaged 5.1 yards per carry. He's coming back as a junior. Um, I think the running game is going to continue to be solid along with the offensive line. But you really, what is golden, really, if, if you really want to be um, – clear about this and and what Southern has going for itself is the fact that they had spring ball. When is the last time Southern had spring ball? You know, Southern, not only the football program, but most of its athletics programs or the athletics department as a whole has been in trouble with the NCAA going back some now three or four years. And so there had been no spring football for the Southern Jaguars. And you got, okay, well, you know, so spring football shows you, it gives you a, an opportunity to evaluate who can do what, who's who, that type of thing, even when you have transfers in. I mean, I know that in spring ball when you bring in high school guys, they don't get to participate in the spring, so you're going to evaluate them in the fall anyway. But the rest of your team, who can do what, I mean, you don't get to do, you; you have to do that in the fall, and to be honest with you, I think what Dawson Odoms and his staff has been able to do and by the way they've had to they've had to hire three new coaches. They have also hired three new coaches, assistant coaches this year. what his staff has been able to do with no spring practice in the last three years is pretty darn good. To be honest with you, I mean, uh, you know, they had a stretch last year where they lost three straight games, but two of those games were to um, were to were non conference opponents, and then they they lost to Alcorn State. I think the issue with Southern last year wasn't as much as with their offense as it was defensively. Even though you had guys like Aaron Tiller and who's gone, by the way, also in Danny Johnson, um, you know, the defense just wasn't it, it, there. Wasn't enough defense. I mean, case in point. They lose in the Bayou Classic 30 to 21 to Grambling. When you play a rivalry game like that and a big time game like that, even in the SWAC, I mean, 21 points isn't bad. But when you give up 30, obviously you're going to lose um, the football game. But I mean, they have a couple of guys um, that are gonna that are that that are gonna be relied upon this year to do some things. I mentioned the offensive line, and that's gonna be anchored by Jeremiah Abbey, who's a first team preseason. Uh, selection, so I, I I think the offensive line is going to be solid, and then in the backfield, Andre Augustine is going to be good. Defense is going to be good to anchor at least that defensive backfield. I mean, yes, you cannot replace a guy like a Danny Johnson. There's no doubt about that. But to be able to have those two guys um, that have some experience coming back, um, I think that's going to bode well. For the Southern Jaguars, um, you know, if, if I continue to take a look at the offense, I mean, they got a couple of uh, receivers coming back. But I think the one thing that's going to be key for um, Southern in the receiver position, if you remember the name of uh, of, of Randall Menard, and, you know, this was a guy that was part of that 2013 championship game uh, team. Um, The NCAA granted him a sixth year of eligibility. He got injured in the fourth game of the season last year. So you're right on that bubble. And and remember, um, the NCAA has now passed a rule that uh, it used to be three games. And, uh, you know, ultimately, if you played in if you didn't play in any more than three games, then the NCAA could consider you for or the first three. It used to be the first three games. That's what it used to be. So if you didn't play in the first or you played in the first three games and let's say you got hurt or whatever the case was, then you could have that year of eligibility uh, granted. But now the rules are such that, um, it, 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 you know, you, you they're a little more lax um, in terms of the eligibility and not having uh, even if you play in like three or four games if you get hurt you could still be granted a year of eligibility so if if you know if if he's healthy meaning Menard uh, or Menard if he's healthy then he's a the guy that can can really help this squad and is a guy that knows championship football again part of the 2013 team that won the championship, and then also part of the uh, 2014 team that made it to the championship. Southern Jaguars—they were picked to finish second in the SWAC's Western Division. And you know, I mean, I, I you know, I mean, it, it's just hard to replace a guy like an Austin Howard. And then even in the running game, you had a more experienced running back that's gone. Um, you know, I, I think they will finish second. I mean, I, I wouldn't, but but at in the same at the same time, I wouldn't count out. Prairie View AM, and we're going to preview Prairie View AM a little bit later on um, in the week as well. So that's a look at the Southern Jaguars for today, Monday, July the 23rd. On tomorrow's edition of the HBCU Football Daily Podcast, we're going to stay in the SWACS Western Division, and we're going to talk, as a matter of fact, with the new head football coach at Arkansas Pine Bluff, Cedric Thomas. Don't forget the weekend edition of From the Press Box to Press Row airing on a radio station near you. Log on to our website at BoxToRow.com to see which radio station in your area carries the show as we crank up the HBCU football coverage. Talk with you tomorrow.